0: Uh, Today, the guest becomes the co-host. The big D, 3D Dave, is back to co-host with me. Even Chuck Norris asked Dave for 3D printing advice. We had so much fun in last week's episode that I uh, took a unanimous vote of one and asked him back. (laughs) It was totally unanimous. (laughs) Uh, our our guest in the lounge today is one whose company motto is "Made for Fun," which is the same phrase my parents used when I was conceived. <laughs> uh, when his bags hit the board, they slide right in. Ooh, Tyler with Temecula uh, Yard Games is with us. <laughs> no, all these dad jokes. <laughs> I love
1: it. I love it.
0: All right, let's. Uh, Oh, you have to dance. Hey, welcome to the lounge. I'm Matt with Fulton, woodworking and your host of the maker lounge podcast, where we have a rotating group of makers hanging out and talking craft to each other. Thanks for listening wherever you are from Temecula to Long Island. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. If you haven't heard, we have a new Patreon subscription and we have a couple new patrons to shout out this week. Justin with j and Designs and Annette with 513 Woodworks. Uh, you probably know some of those names. Get in, in the action by heading over to patreon.com slash if you want to get a chance to win free swag guys thanks for being here uh and putting up with my intros uh you know cheesy as they may be but i'm a dad so we talk dad jokes i liked it i liked (laughs) it for sure dave thanks for coming back
2: thanks for having me back thanks for the uh unanimous vote
0: yes you know it was there was a little bit of deliberation that happened uh But yeah,
2: internal, internal.
0: Right. As I was editing last week's podcast, I'm like, I gotta have this guy back on, and I'm like, well, why not this week? So uh, thanks for the quick turnaround. On, I'm flattered. Yeah,
2: I'm flattered. Thank you.
0: So don't screw it up. (laughs) (laughs) He was a great guest, but co-host,
2: he was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: We'll put him on the guest list instead of the co-host list.
2: I've, I've been I've been interviewed before, so I had that down. But this right. is the first time co-hosting, so it could right. be terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all right. I, you know, we will totally hold it against you, but it's still all right. <laughs> We're gonna make a ton of reels just out of your questions alone. Great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we get to Tyler, uh, tell people where they can find you. So that way they oh, can me? start looking you up while they're listening to the show.
2: Tyler though, right? Tyler, no, you. not me. Tyler. Before we, before we me? get to Tyler. Yeah. Oh, see, this is what's confusing. Uh, yeah. I'm a Dave from 3D DIY Dave. You find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, but mainly on Instagram. But you know, you don't have to do that. Enough about you. <laughs> Enough about <laughs> yeah, you. exactly. Everybody it's already follows me, okay. you. <laughs> Go back to the previous episode. Right. It's right. not, you know, I don't care. That's yeah.
0: right. All right, <laughs> Tyler. Let's yard games in the land of Yo. wine.
1: That's yes, lots of it. Yeah, lots of it. Do you? Partake? I don't know if it's just my house or the or the region. We'll see. My wife is a member at almost all the wineries at one point or another. See, so, yeah, huh. I, I, I would so. find that dangerous. Yeah, definitely dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's positive. It's positive.
0: So. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, but you, you don't go or?
1: No, I definitely go. I oh, definitely okay. go. It's a good spot. I mean, we, we're like, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes from there. So Yeah. it's easy to pop out there and do your thing and come right back or
0: whatever. And when you go, do you bring your business cards with you and hand them out and say you guys should use some corner uh, boards? I'm always critiquing cornhole boards when I see them out,
1: always, <laughs> and I actually made a sale one time because I posted on Instagram that like, Hey, this place needs some new boards and they hit me up and they made four sets. So oh, I'll
2: keep nice. them nameless
1: right now because they know who they yeah. are, but uh, right that on. was a good uh, opportunity. So I nice. guess when I'm out, I'm just going to start talk, talking trash about people's stuff and then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You know, you should, dividends, you, so.
0: you could pull a Duresta and then have a stencil that you just keep with you all the times, a stencil and yeah. some spray paint, and then just spray paint your name over their, their cornhole boards. Like just tag it. No, yeah, <laughs> you might not. You yeah. might not
2: want to do that though, because if you do that, then they might think he made it. Oh, true. You know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, it's
1: true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want my name on that kind of stuff. Right. But yeah, you know,
2: unless, unless the stencil say, get a new board call right yeah yeah call yeah. here or just
1: like <laughs> strategically break it somehow so that they have to get a new one <laughs> right
2: i noticed
0: your board's broken so. yeah. yeah you're just you're stabbing yeah. all the the bags so they're just leaking all yeah. over the place yeah. and you just leave a definitely, hey, definitely. yeah contact me if you need no, any replacements
1: I, i'm not above uh shameless self-promotion so you know yeah you gotta so, do it you gotta, you gotta do, it, do it right yeah. you gotta get you gotta, you gotta get out there so yeah Um, Um, that's partly why I'm wearing all of my own gear.
2: What's that?
0: Yeah. ABC always be closing. Yeah. Yeah. Always, 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 always. Yeah.
2: So when I went to school, um, you know, it was always, it wasn't always who was the best artist. It was the best person who could promote themselves. And Mm -hmm. and the person who makes it in life is the one who's just, you know, always out there, always closing, always promoting themselves and networking and doing all that stuff. So. Never be shameless yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can that tell. That's kind of that
0: what we, we do. The two of us are wearing our both of our hats and our our shirts, and then there's Dave. Yeah. He's in the middle <laughs> on my screen, and he's like, "Well, I don't, I don't sell things, <laughs> so." <laughs> so give, give that, give that away. actually is Dave's <laughs> uniform. Right. Yeah. That's right. So. That's standard gamer
2: a attire. We're, we're gonna make this work. <laughs> Keep going, keep going. Ignore me. Oh, that's
0: obviously not a sticker beat uh sticker that you're trying to put on. No.
2: No, it's actually really hard to do it. Yeah.
0: Oh, there uh, you go. Nice. <laughs> uh,
2: there. So, I put a sticker on my hat, everybody. So So now when I, I edit listening.
0: when I edit part of the stuff that we did before and put it later, then there'll be a sticker there and then there won't be a sticker there, then there will be a sticker there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like, what happened like, in the middle yeah, well, of this podcast? Yeah. What, what I need to do is just put more stickers on me. Right. As, yeah. we go, <laughs> as you
0: go throughout the, the podcast, you keep putting more and more stickers. Uh, That's great. Uh, I'm going to start doing, like, Maker Lounge podcast stickers.
2: Oh, those are nice, yeah. Nice, yeah. These, yeah.
0: yeah, these actually... Uh, I, we'll get to you soon, Tyler. I promise. Okay, where's my camera? <laughs> uh, yeah, so these stickers I ended up Doing through sticker beat because I was using mm-hmm. another uh company for my Voltner woodworking ones. Uh, but I like the peel tabs. I got some from somebody else. Yeah. That the little peel here things makes it so much easier. They're pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, we didn't come here to talk about stickers and, and hats. But um, so give us a flavor, Tyler, what you do. Um,
1: um. It's a long story, to be perfectly honest with you. Um,
0: That's all right. I can, I'm one, I can of those, well. uh, one of
1: those. Yeah, I appreciate that. So um, I'm one of those. Uh, I don't know how you call it. Um, um, pandemic woodworkers. We, we all, you yeah. know, kind of came around the same time because we were all bored and whatnot. So I don't know. Honestly, I I don't even really play cornhole. I don't. I don't even really like. I'm not like a hardcore cornhole guy. I just. Yeah decided one day I was going to build cornel boards and it just sort of took off and they started selling and, you know, I was doing my thing. And then all of a sudden I was doing a lot of things and on a lot more things. And I enjoyed the ability to bankroll new tools and whatnot. And so I sort of like got into the whole thing and I've just been obsessed with it ever since. And so it seems weird to say, but that's almost been three years now. Um, since wow. the beginning of 2020 ish. So, um, it's very professional. So, yeah.
0: Guy.
1: That's what's
0: that. <laughs> You're a professional. You're yeah. seasoned veteran now.
1: I I feel like it. Yeah. I feel like it. So yeah, the first year was like, you know, 14 boards and that was like a massive effort. And then the second year was a massive, like hundred board year. We're just Whoa. burning, turning wow. and burning everything and like selling everything. And, I happened to have a job that was like allowed me to, you know, spend some time out here, a lot of time out here. And so that was positive. Um, and I just sort of fell in love with the whole game. And I have always said that it's like, it's been an experiment in just running a business because selling anything successfully is like, you got to turn it into a business. And I've heard, honestly, I've heard Mike Coffee say this a bunch of times and I'll paraphrase what he said, but it's like, if you're going to do this take it seriously and take every part of the business seriously and so that's what i've right. sort of done and i've just sort of created this little ecosphere of etsy physical sales small things 3d print things now and so it's totally evolved and i actually like to call it like tyg 2.0 it's like nice it's totally evolved to like something nice. that's just a you know etsy's total so totally self-sufficient all that kind of stuff so We'll get into that, but that's kind of the gist of the whole thing. So
2: mm-hmm. cool. You say, uh, most of your sales is through Etsy. Actually, cornhole
1: is, mm-hmm. is word of mouth. Number one, yeah. um, a lot of it's local and that's honestly on purpose because shipping boards is sort of painful in terms of like crossing your fingers that that board that you worked for eight hours on is going to make it on time and, yeah. and arrive like in one piece. And I've actually had some break, which is like the most frustrating thing possible right. to see your artwork just exploded on the way there. What's a set so of the had to redo? Weigh. Um, they're lighter now, but they're probably about, probably about 60 pounds. To sometimes them. I'll shove the, yeah. So some, sometimes I'll shove the bags in there too. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little bit more weight, but, um, but yeah, and so those processes have also like evolved and I've actually spent time on figuring out what I'm going to do to like, package things up, buy proper boxes and I, again, that's another, another thing I heard from another maker was like, yeah, go buy proper shipping materials and proper things. And honestly, it looks better. It looks more professional mm-hmm, when it right. shows up proper instead of like some box that I hobbled together with three rolls yeah. of duct tape, which i don't like a trust used by.
0: Amazon box turns inside out. <laughs> exactly
1: exactly and i'm not opposed to turning uh priority usps boxes inside out well let's be clear about that but um yeah yeah but But yeah yeah, something
2: by your own branded boxes or stuff it it looks real nice
1: yeah custom with 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 either a sticker sometimes i've even laser engraved them and stuff like that so it's it's pretty cool so that's nice um yeah i typically spend a lot of money
0: i order through uline and i get most of my boxes you know for for the majority of the things that i make i get U line boxes and then i um i have a bunch of different stamps in fact they're all sitting right here i have a bunch of different stamps that i you know stamp things with and that's that's my version of it but i have seen people laser it is that a pretty painless process to do or
1: so with the little diodes you can just literally pick them up and set them on things and just laser with them. I've even done it on cornhole boards. Um, I don't do it often. I did it a couple times and it's just kind of like, I don't know, now I'll just slap a sticker on there or something, something to identify it when it shows up. But in it, plus, it's pretty obvious when it shows up, what that is, if, if a cornhole right. board shows up on your porch. So, um, but yeah, so I've definitely, and it, actually Etsy is sort of like where I spend my, spend the most time packaging and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what looks good. And, you know, if something comes in like a ripped up box or whatever, you just shove in there. It doesn't look good. So,
0: yeah.
2: So w- with the laser, y- you could, if you're back to packaging, when you're sending yeah. stuff out, you could cut uh, laser cut out, like, like these origami cardboard folding things that you mm-hmm. could use as like packaging corners or like, you know, spacers for the boxes and stuff. Yeah. So You know, you can make that stuff yourself instead of using, like, uh, foam or, you know, other bags. Like, it could fit perfectly around, like, the corners. And then you could make one that goes in the middle where it perfectly fits the bags. You could just design that kind of stuff and and cut it yourself, which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could have used that today. Honestly, I was boxing up a set today that's going to go out. And it looks great. But I said, man, maybe I should just spend the money and, like, get, like, the custom set up for a set of boards and then buy a ton of them and potentially maybe sell those as well. I'm always like thinking like, Oh, "Oh, can I create something to sell even though I'm, you know, getting it, you know, not from a, I'm getting it from Uline or something, whoever like, yeah, comes up with that stuff. But it's, it's a definite need for people, especially like garage builders that got to ship a set. They're hobbling together all their Amazon junk that they padding and whatnot. So
0: yeah, that's true. I mean, so. like, for example, uh, well, people end up th- that find themselves in a niche like frog pod, um, or, you know, Dave, you do some stuff that's like for makers and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, I think that's like, once you find that, that ends up being mm-hmm. like your big moneymaker. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Is it, um, oh gosh, I'm going to butcher it, uh, a glimpse inside Chris, I think it is. He, um. He found his niche making things for people's shops and stuff like that. And yeah. what, what might be funny is if you end up – if you do that, because I don't think anybody's doing the boxes, and that that ends up being, mm-hmm. like, your, your big thing, you know, to the maker community. Yeah, especially
2: because Cornhole is, like, a specific – size Mm -hmm. right it has to be a certain width certain length certain thickness and if you could get that dimension around everything and just people just kind of use it as a template it'd be great you know that is a need right because there's a lot of people making cornhole boards the only difference is you know like how well people are doing the design on top or something like that but really if they're all shipping it they're all going to need the same shipping stuff and it might be worth it if the price is right and they're just making so many boards that they just can't be bothered with managing shipment like making their own shipment stuff
1: so some of the big big cornhole operations are um they have their stuff dialed so when you order from them if, if they you can actually direct print on wood so it's like uv printing on wood and so yeah, if yeah. you submit your design you can uv print it those operations have their stuff dialed i mean it comes in a perfect package they all have they they've figured out their solutions to things and so I think the niche for what we're talking about is a guy in his garage like me Mm -hmm. who doesn't have access to buying a thousand boxes for his organization and something that they, that is a solution for everything. Cause the boards are the same, but there's varying degrees of like overhang and and corners and and stuff like that, just like anything else. But anyway, that's um, it's definitely something that, that I'm always, I'm never opposed to, uh, thinking out, I always think about like, can I make money on that? And yeah, yeah. it sounds so like, it sounds so gross when you say it, but it's like,
0: you're no, an it's not, money
1: that's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's that's not going to change my life, but it's like going to make me happy. Cause I thought of something and did it, you know? Yeah. So
2: that's, that's the right mindset to have, you know, like, is there a need for it and would people pay for it? And then you create it. I mean, that's, that's it. You know, yeah. so Tyler, take I, me back to I your, your have...
0: first, take me back to your first set of cornhole boards. Um, Oof. so right. Like we, we all had the first one that we made and you, you probably went out on in Instagram or YouTube and looked at somebody who was building it out of two by fours, uh, you know, home Depot grade plywood. Mm-hmm tell us about your first set of cornhole boards is that what started the business was the cornhole boards exactly
1: yes and if i'm being honest they were not that great and i can be honest because my parents have that set and so it's not like a customer where i'm gonna say hell those are garbage but like literally every time i went to my parents house they would go and they'd have a party or something and they'd say or just family over whatever and they'd say oh you know he made these i said no, 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 no. Like let's, let's not talk about that right now because those yeah. are like generation one point, right? Literally very beginning, you know? So, um, so I
2: saw in your post, you had like a gen four, right? So yeah. like, is is it still gen four or are you like, are you, are you not like gen seven now? Like, where are you at and how has the generations evolved? and And also like, how have you built it? But when you started and how are you building it now? Like, what tools are you using?
1: Ooh, um, there's a couple questions in there. First of all, generation one is like any generation one. It's just two by fours and
0: I don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) Oh no, we're, we're, we're doing Tyler exposed tonight. (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. you gotta so, talk about
1: <laughs> so since then it went to generation two for a little bit and they got mm-hmm. a little bit better but generation three is when they got like really good like okay. i'll say generation three is solid i switched to all plywood builds and there are all baltic birch builds huh. their quality and then it just became marketing because i would change like i would literally change maybe one or two things like yeah. generation three i think i did some different things with the legs and then like generation four has like a dado, like inset, like airmail blocker, which is basically the leg um, piece that goes across in the back. And I put my logo on it. I'll laser my logo on there. So there's not a lot of change. Just like it's, I feel like it's like iPhones. It's like, uh, you just kind of sort of create the hype a little bit. And then you change, you do change a few things. And honestly, Mm -hmm. they, they do get better. I mean, anything you make is going to get better when you make it 300 times, you know? So so you're on uh, so generation
0: 4S. Four. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have just changed the software a tad and I've made yeah. the camera a little bit better on there. Right. right. <laughs> when are you going to incorporate led lights in to the, or have right. you done that? I'll do them by request. I, you
1: know, I'm, I'm very like, like we talked about with Dave earlier, I'm, I'm very artisanal about it. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hipster about it's it. Where I'm like,
2: <laughs> sorry. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I'm kind of a hipster about it where I'm like, no, that's not going to look good. That's going to look cheesy. Right. The lights yeah. are going to look weird or like, and that's kind of why I don't do like, and there's no, well, I don't even want to go there with it, but there's some designs that I just can't stand because they're just way overdone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And they're the same. And if you have that in your house, you have the same cornhole board as everybody else. But there is sort of like a OG cornhole style that's like, I don't know, like kind of classic looking with like, like less is more basically. Right. And so I, I kind of like that. Right. And so a lot of my boards are, are the same, but I like to say it's like very high quality art versus like very crazy design. I don't know yeah. if that makes sense, but.
0: Yeah. But. So. Gen 1, was the hole, did you cut the hole out using a jigsaw or was it a hole saw, like the six-inch hole saw?
2: We, we we want to know how bad Gen 1 is.
0: Yeah. We keep going back I to Gen I a, 1. I wish I had a we, picture of it. I probably deleted it. You know, as the host, also, it's you mean, you, my job to find out where the weak spot is and just totally yeah. bury into that. So Just beat it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, good. you, you nice.
2: mentioned Baltic Birch and, like, Gen 3. So what was it that you're using for <laughs> Gen 1? Was it, like, MDF? Was it, like, Yes.
1: No. Well, it was from the big box store, and it was, like, maple. But yeah, okay. I don't think I realized how bad the big box plywood was until I got the good stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're talking, like, like triple B like better. I mean, probably the best stuff I could get at the time for the price. I mean, obviously there's better stuff, but like, this was like really good. And this is like pre pre pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Pre Ukraine war. Right. Which is a watershed. Put a pin in that. We'll talk about that later for corn awards. But, um, but yeah, I was using big box stuff and I was using like $8. Two by fours at that time. Cause like, yeah. Like two by fours during the pandemic were like, oh my God, they're $9 and right. they were absolute garbage. So, mm-hmm.
0: so it looked like, uh, your first set looks like a ruffle potato chip kind of thing. It's just kind of, it slides right down the middle.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't even know where it is. I think I actually gave it away and I'm thinking about it right now. And I, it was a, uh, I painted it. Okay. I paint full paint mm-hmm. sides, the whole thing, everything. God, it was horrible. I went. I mean, I literally like painted it with a brush. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how horrible it was. Like just, I don't know what I was thinking. See, Dave, I knew you had to pull up. a picture out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that now because nobody owns it. But like, you know.
2: But it's good to know. You know, we all started somewhere. Yeah. You know, like it's.
0: Well, and and part of the show yeah. is is there is people who have messaged me already who are like. I'm a beginner woodworker. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so refreshing to hear somebody who's a beginner woodworker talk about, you know, in the first few episodes, we we talked about, you know, where we all started. And it's good to hear that. Because a lot of the times you see somebody who's got, you know, 10,000, 30,000 followers or something like that. And you're like, Oh, I'll never, I'll never be at that level. Or you find yourself. Hey, I I think I'm better than that. And they've got 30,000 followers. I'm way better, you know? So we got people from all over the the spectrum that that listen to the show. So it's great to dive into this kind of stuff because we all started somewhere.
1: Yeah. I like to say that, you know, woodworking is, you can obviously master it. There are master woodworkers out there that that people would consider masters, but woodworking is so great because you cannot, there's no possible way to know everything about woodworking Mm -hmm. right you can be a master but you can never master everything completely which is the best part of it is because so people that are at different levels have different abilities and skills like i make cornel boards i make smaller furniture stuff i'll make you know various things but like i know how to do that really well but there's people that do other things really well that don't know how to do what i do really well and so that's what I enjoy about it. Is it like there's professional athletes and there's amateur athletes and those are one like a and B or black and white, right. But woodworking is like, no, everybody here is, can do different things. So it's yeah. great. I
2: think, I think what we love, I think we all love woodworking for the same reasons, because it's, it's a lifelong pursuit of, that perfection or, or or a lifelong pursuit of learning because once you learn like let's say to make a cornhole board, right? You you might wanna be like, well I wanna learn to make a chair or learn to make a table. And then you could spend another like decade perfecting making a table or a chair. And you could you can make it in a million different ways. Right. And there's so many different interpretations of doing it, so much styles and, and, and then techniques of doing it, right? You could do it all with hand tools, you could do it with power tools. It's just like it's the vastness of of woodworking is just what's amazing about it right because if it was something really easy you would learn it and you'd be like i'm done i'm like that's it and no one's talking about it Mm -hmm. right so it's just that's what's great about it i think we all agree
0: on that yeah Yeah. well at least you agree i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) like actually we don't agree dave
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's really easy and yeah, I perfected that's it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I perfected all aspects of it and I have all the tools so. Yeah.
0: So now uh version 4S <laughs> you're uh you're making it with a CNC um, and so like Partially, yeah. Yeah, so like tell us about that process essentially. Like what machines are you using yes. and stuff like that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm
1: yeah so the the sheets come in the same way they need to be broken down into i'll basically take a five by five sheet it makes one full set still and um you know you can i cut it down with the track saw i do that all manually so the the decks themselves they go right in the cnc and i have a Shapoko four um it's the biggest one the xxl it's very entry-level in terms of CNC's. And I, and I sort of did that on purpose. I've heard like, oh, buy your second CNC first. Right. Um, but for me, I had no idea how to use it. And so there's a huge learning curve for me. And so I think that um, cutting the holes on there was a first step. Then I actually designed the legs, where we designed the legs, had my friend Rob helped me a little bit with those, mm-hmm. uh, with you know getting the file perfect. And now i'll do all the legs on there and then that allowed me to do different things with the legs and make them a little bit more creative and stuff like that right um but honestly a lot of it is still very manual um putting the clamping the frames together and doing all the uh prep work for putting the board together is all manual i mean it's all mm-hmm. just you know drilling in pocket holes i have a foreman so i have a craig foreman and so
0: that thing's awesome.
1: Doing a thousand pocket holes a day is not right. out, of, out of the question. You know, I, and so I mentioned TYG and I call it TYG affectionately. It's sort of like Yard games is a mouthful and I, I've actually thought about changing it to TYG woodworks or something a little bit more accessible in terms of saying it. Yeah. Um, but 2.0 is a lot less like batching and building. It's more like doing things in reverse in terms of like selling things back to the cornhole folks to do things. And so, I mean, cornhole folks, builders in their garage, people starting out. And so I sell the CNC plans on Etsy and all that kind of stuff. So,
0: oh, okay. um, do you find so, yeah, that, that's... um, to going back to the name thing. So to Temecula Yard games, do you find that it limits your clientele? Is that why you're thinking about potentially changing it? it limits
1: me in terms of like what I can produce. So like I need to create a different wing of TYG because it's like, well, Temecula yard game, I don't need yard games. I need a table or I need a chair or I need something different. And so to me, it's like the evolution of my skills has taken me to the point where I want to start making furniture and I want to start making different things that are like more, frankly, they, they're going to net me a little bit more money for my efforts. And so I think that that's, that's why I, I've thought about a change of sorts. So, right. And I have, and I already own the domain. So if anybody, if anybody's <laughs> going out there to buy the Smart. domain, I already own them. All of them. Yeah. Trust me. Buy the domain so.
0: before you mention it publicly. That's I've learned that lesson. Yeah. Yeah. I own all of the pencil clip, uh, donate domain names, I think. <laughs> And they all renew at different times because I, I thought of different names, you know, as I was in bed one night.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, back in the day when I was a, when I was a young guy, whatever that, you know, it's like com is like, people were doing that. They were buying URLs and like, mm-hmm, you know, right. they were buying, or excuse me, domain names and, and, and whatnot. And it was like sort of a thing. And I came in in the like back half of it where it was like, all the good ones are gone, but I still thought I was going to like make it big on like yeah. domain names. And it was just garbage. And,
2: people so. are still doing it now. Like, know, you know, like, but... like Yeezy, like said something. It's just like, oh, <laughs> someone's like buying Yeezy.com yeah. Yeah. or like, <laughs> you know, whatever stupid word that just comes out, people are buying it right now. Right. Yeah. That's
0: hilarious.
2: Uh, can I ask you about your shop? So you you have sure. a really tidy shop and all your posts and everything. It's really <laughs> well organized. I appreciate that. I think Matt and I also have very organized shops yeah. and, uh, do you have to clean a lot to, to get the shots or is it always pretty neat? Like, I'll, like it's behind like the camera, Instagram versus reality. Yeah. <laughs> is it, is it, is it messy behind the camera? It's
1: cleaned up today, but it's definitely <laughs> messy a lot, but
2: yeah. Okay. Um,
1: it's also sort of because it's my garage I, and I jokingly call it the worldwide headquarters just as like a stupid joke that I started a long time ago. It's <laughs> like, Oh, we're the worldwide headquarters, but, but, yeah. um, So my wife, I try to put her car in here. I used to be able to put both cars in here and then I just sort of gave up on my side because I got tired of putting everything away every day. But like, Mm -hmm. it's just sort of out of respect for the, like the rest of the family in terms of like keeping it somewhat tidy versus like just sawdust everywhere. And it is like a health thing too. I don't want my kids out here with getting their basketball out with like mountains of dust on it and stuff like that. So yeah. Plus, it's a little OCD. It's like I just want to keep it tidy. Yeah. I, feel like I, I feel like I work better when I know where stuff is versus like tripping over
2: it. So. Yeah. yeah. We can understand yeah, that. I feel <laughs> well, like yeah.
0: when, when you go out in the shop and it's a mess, you, you lack the motivation to get started on something. So you might just walk in
2: and like, yes.
0: yep, forget it.
2: Because <laughs> you, you look very organized, right? So like in some of your posts... It looks like you batch out the cornhole tables like where you have like a set of ten of them ready for for them to be decorated or whatever, and then for the order to go out so it just it just looks like you have like a very organized process of like like doing your inventory or getting things ready um or maybe just you know being efficient with your time to do some of the stuff here and there and it and it just it shows so uh, oh, I just letting that. You know yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you. It's born out of a, like an, it's born out of like almost like a nervous. So in terms of the organization of the boards and keeping like an inventory on it, it's like, if I get an order for five of them, you know, I have a full-time job. This isn't my full-time job. And so getting five of them, you know, that's 10 boards, getting that prepared for an order that I really want, because I really want that order. You know, I can say no, but like, I really want that order. And so I want to know what I have before I start talking to somebody about an order and I know exactly how long it's going to take me in my head versus like having everything everywhere and just like having to slap it together and being pissed about coming out here and trying to finish right. stuff at midnight, you know?
0: Yeah. I think, you know, for me, when I get an order for a cutting board and I don't have anything ready to go to me, it becomes more of a stress. than uh, you know, I'm, I, I hear the bell go off and it's, it's more stressful and then you start not enjoying it as much when you can stay ahead mm-hmm. of it though i think that that's good for your mental health <laughs> you know too yeah
1: yeah so yeah you, and i have limited time in here so
0: so uh okay. do you typically work uh like all day saturday part part on sunday are you out there in the evenings what's your what's your work week look like
1: um so My professional work week is is pretty typical. It's pretty nine to five, but in terms of like my, it it depends on what I'm doing. It depends on what orders I have. So for instance, I had an order of 200 bottle openers recently, um, which was for an event. They need to be laser engraved, they need to be finished. And my process for those is like, it's clean, but it still takes time. And it's physically putting stuff in and gluing it in and doing the whole thing. And so I was out here some late nights, um, but typically I'll pick like one day and just kind of like alert everybody that like, Hey, I'm going to be out here on Friday after the whole, after the morning. And I'm going to be out here all day. And it's sort of like unspoken where it's like, Oh, you know, like dad's in the shop, like, you know, not like, don't bother him. He's not going to get mad, but it's like, no dad's in the shop. He's doing his thing. And it's like, it's just sort of, and I've actually made it clear to people that it's like. Oh no! Like I need this to like recenter myself to like yeah. get my stuff done and like reset myself for the week. So I think yeah. a lot of
0: woodworkers and people in the makerspace are um, a, a little bit like hermits. You know, we—it's funny. You know, here we are on podcast talking to people, but we're talking about things that are enjoyable to us, right? So it's an outlet for us, and working out in the in the mm-hmm. shop—that's that outlet. And our families just don't get it. Uh, they just think that dad's out there, you know. Cutting lumber for fun yeah. or something.
2: <laughs> what, it beer is, and right. yeah. <laughs> what it is is making right? Yeah. What it is is basically occupying your mind somewhere else, right. where you can forget about the other things that you're doing. Yeah, correct. Right. Yeah, that's what it yes. is.
0: Do you do this as a um, yeah. an income stream, or is it more it's it's your outlet and you're selling it to buy the tools and support your your hobby. Um,
1: quickly both. Uh, but the long answer is that I've actually part of like 2.0 is to sort of create a passive stream Yeah. Mm-hmm. so that I can enjoy myself in here a lot more. Right. And so far the first year on Etsy was tough until I really dug into what I needed to be doing and in, in SEO and all the different things that need to be done on Etsy for you to be able to be productive and sell. Right. Um, you know, and I'd say like this year, we're approaching 500 orders in terms of like, wow, wow, you know, net orders is like last year, I maybe had one. Mm. And I was just terrible. And I never didn't take the time to do it. But this year, I really focused on creating a few little things that can sell that are supplement the rest of it. And so, yes, I do do it to buy awesome tools and rad tools that are fun and exciting. And that are going to make me better product. And I, that's how I justify it. It's like, oh, I need a domino because yeah. you know, I, I'm going to make a better table. It's like, well, Tyler, you don't make tables. Yeah. So it's yeah. like,
0: I would, if I had a like, domino. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And I actually bought that as like a tax. I needed to like spend money. So it's right. like, I knew it was like the end of the year and like the accountant's like, Hey, you should probably buy some more stuff. And it's like, whoa, twist yeah. my arm. I'll
0: go right. out and buy a domino. You know, you so, hear that, honey. <laughs> so Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is your, is your wife generally supportive?
1: Very. Yeah. Very. Yeah. yeah. She, she just, she knows how much joy I get out of it. And anybody that asks me, so thanks for having me on the podcast. Anybody that asks me, I start to like talk about it and like get real excited about it versus, you know, other things that I don't want to do in life.
2: (laughs) So what I'm always interested in since we're talking about tools is that, you know, a lot of us always like, we have a lot of tools, like from your page, I've seen, you've got the surf prep sander, you have the mm-hmm. Festool domino, you got the Festool track saw, you have a CNC, which is still your first CNC. Maybe you want to upgrade, like, what is your next tool? Like what is the next mm. big purchase?
1: So I've had to like pump the brakes on several things because I was like, well, do I really need that? And mm-hmm. so I would love to get a bandsaw. I would love to get a high quality jointer. I have one, but it's not the best. Um, Stuff that kind of can help me progress in in terms of what I want to do. Truth is, I never know what my next tool is. I'm sort of like, just kind of just do it. It's like one day I'll just sit down and I'll be at work and I say, you know what? I need a CNC. That's it. I'm doing it screw it i'm gonna do it okay you just kind of got to do it and i believe i truly believe and write this yeah. down is that i truly believe that better tools make you more productive yeah, they, do. they make high quality you yield more high For quality sure. stuff and anybody yeah. that says otherwise maybe hasn't made the same things that you're making because they mm-hmm. definitely help and i'm super happy with all my stuff shout out to surf prep i love surf prep they're they're sure. like yeah They're local for me, and so that's why I I appreciate them. And I bought all that stuff before I even knew any of those people. And so it's really changed my situation. That's
2: awesome. Expensive tools and high-tech tools close that skill gap, Mm -hmm. right? Like like the Domino is a perfect example. You pay a lot for it, but you could do joinery like Legos compared to someone who spent their entire lives cutting tenons and dovetails. Granted, those are traditional and they look aesthetically different, but like it makes the job so much easier and and, and also mechanically strong. So yeah, right. totally understand that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to save the, the hand
0: tools for when I get old, you know, and then, yeah, you know, then I'll, it'll just be like, I'll take my time.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I had somebody on TikTok come after me one time about, well you don't know how to do like traditional joinery and i said well you're right because i have this domino here that helps me do that and i've skipped all that other joinery because i don't (laughs) want to do that and so it's like if i was a professional yeah i would probably be making tables with some different joinery and learning my craft a little bit more but it's like no i just want to make a table like
2: this this goes back to what we were saying about woodworking right like there's so many different paths you can take to become your woodworker like your definition of woodworker sure. and it's like like yeah some guy could be like you know what i want to spend like five years of my life learning all the joinery aspects before i build my furniture whereas like we are guys are like we're working we want to build that table by this weekend right. and we're going to do it with a domino and get it done yeah. we're not going to spend like three weeks cutting mortises no. with the with a chisel and a hammer you know, it's like <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really good content so the tool wars The tool wars are very good content. So if you ever need something content wise, just post up a really fancy tool and say, this is the greatest tool ever. Right. People (laughs) will come after you and say like, I've been using this, I've been using my grandpappy saw that he built, he bought in 1947, it works fine. And you're like, okay,
0: dude. Like, fine. That's yeah. Do do your thing. But it's, it's so funny. Like people, it, it's like, oh, I could do mathematics, you know, using a paper and a pencil. Like, well, I have a calculator or I have an algorithm that can do it yeah. for me. You know, why would I, yeah. if you have a smarter way of doing things now, if you really enjoy doing it, you know, that way, then go for it, you know, but don't, mm-hmm. don't come at me, bro.
2: Yeah. My yeah. favorite is, is getting a uh, tradesman, um, really upset yeah. about how my tool is better than their Milwaukee or something. Yeah. Oh man. Don't go after their Milwaukee. Oh yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll come after you.
0: The Milwaukee <laughs> army is strong. <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's
1: um it, yeah i have a video that's actually how to find the center of a circle right mm. it's just it was finding the center of a bottle opener circle yeah and i did it like the geometry teacher way yeah. of yeah. doing it on purpose because i knew people would be like why would you do that right why don't you just do this why don't you just mm. do this and it's like the most like popular video on any platform because people just argue over it. it's like, I'm just finding the center of the circle, dude. Like, doesn't matter how I got
0: there. Like, this is how I did it. You do it however you want to do it. So it's funny. You're giving me great ideas for YouTube content. I might do a video that says like hand tools suck or something, you know?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's when Matt's, everyone's gotta be right. That's great. Uh, so, uh, typically yard games. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been talking about cornhole. Are there mm-hmm. other yard games that you do uh, and, and sell, or because I, I have one that I really love playing. It's called Cube or Cub. Ooh. Do you know Cub?
1: I do not. Do, do, so,
2: oh, okay.
1: Go explain it to me. Yeah, tell me. So, okay, so
2: so Cub. It, it you can make it out of wood, right? So this might be a new right. product for you, but it is a, a game that started around the same time as cornhole. I did some research. You guys know mm-hmm. wh- how long ago cornhole started? Do, do you have a guess? I'm going to say
0: Any 1800s. Idea?
2: 1800s. You you like nailed it. It's nice. like 1819 around then um cornhole started. What did I win? And I got some I got some facts, but then I'll, uh <laughs> you, you, bragging rights for for guessing obscure yard okay, games perfect. dates. But but um <laughs> but in Sweden there was a game that call, came out called CUB, K-U-B-B. And it's very similar to um, cornhole, except that there's like these sticks that you throw and you have to hit these pillars on the other side of the field. And it's, it's similar to bowling and chess, right? So it's very similar to um, cornhole in that you're chucking something, but there's some more strategy involved. But mm. the, all the pieces could be made out of wood. Uh, mm. You basically need like these hardwood dowels. And then basically uh, a couple of like two by two pillars and like a three by three pillar or a four by four pillar, whatever you want. Check it out. It, it's a, I think it's something you could add to it. And it's a, ve- it's a very fun game. Uh, so me and my friends play it at all the time uh, as yard games. Uh, mm. and, it, and you can make it. It's wood. And the one I have is it's a pretty decent set.
1: But yeah. Huh. I'll check it out. I will definitely check that out. I like to, so to the question that you asked. Um, I like to call myself like the, and I don't know, may not be familiar, but you've heard of In-N-Out Burger. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay.
0: I'm from California. So
1: In-N-Out Burger has like, okay, perfect. So, you know, but, um, In-N-Out Burger has like five things on their menu. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've explained it like this because I'm just, I don't know. I just think it's funny, but it's like. TYG is the in and out of yard games makers. It's like, we got like three things and one of them is like a cornhole set mm-hmm. Jenga. I've done Jenga okay. for sure. That's good um, one. And then, you know, I dabble, I try to dabble on a couple other things, but it's just kind of like you get undercut by the big box retailer. So it's like, right. okay, like, and even cornhole boards too. I mean, people know the difference. they like, those things are junk. Don't buy those at right. for a hundred bucks, wherever you're wasting your money. But Like all of these games are available at like, you know, Dick's sporting goods or whatever, you know, like, and so that's when I was like, well, why would I make that when somebody it's going to take me and even the Jenga too, it's like, okay, you can buy that for like 60 bucks. I'm going to charge you 200. And so it's like, oh yeah, I'll sell it to a friend who just wants to like support my business. But in terms of like volume, I haven't really approached that yet. So that's kind of my answer on that. And so I have the, three or four things and they're the best things that you can buy. But like, you know,
0: I haven't dabbled on the other ones, but even in and out has a secret menu. So what's in the secret yeah. menu? <laughs> <laughs> the secret
1: menu is I will make whatever. It's just, you may have to wait on it a little bit yeah. and it may be very expensive. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you get, you know, i friends like stuff and like people snapshot something from Pinterest and they're like, can you make this? And you instantly know they're asking, yes. can you make this for cheaper? They just leave out that last part. Uh, so what's mm-hmm. the number one item that you think that people come to you asking, can you make this?
1: Oh, wow. That's a, that's a tough one. It, jeez, it, it was for a while. It was that weird game that everybody's playing during the middle of the pandemic. It was the little, the little hoops that like, uh, were attached. The... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People were playing them at bars. People were always saying, you know. And I thought about it for a little bit, but the power of saying no to projects is sort of like a lesson that you learn over time where it's like at the beginning, you want to take everything on, Right. you want to take it all, you want to make all that money. And it's like, after a while, you're like, if I was a professional, I would take all the money, right? Right. If I was feeding my family with this, I would say, yes, bring it all on. I want to scale up. But like, to me, it's is sort of a lifestyle business. And so... That impacts my lifestyle when I'm up right. till one a.m. trying to put together a little game that swings little washers or yeah. whatever. You know, so
2: well. I feel like that. You know, like if you did make that, right? And you know, you you are pretty smart and you are organized. Yeah, I mean, you you could you could basically make the whole thing on the CNC, cut it out of one board, cut all the holes, yeah. and you're literally dominoing the thing on and tying a string to the hoop and that's it. Right. Totally. So, so you could, you could, you could streamline it if you were, but it wouldn't be like, it would be design spending the energy to design it the one time. And then, so you could just batch it out every other one. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's how I would figure you would do it.
1: Yeah. So the, the re so I look at things like that, where I'm like, I'll get online and I'll say, okay, like, where can I buy this? cheaper in bulk i do my research and so like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff is like well no i can buy like 20 of those from china for for less on alibaba or something And it's like well no i my goal the gold in my situation is is typically like the cornel board is what it is everybody can build a cornel board but the art is always like the the factor that brings people to me is like, okay, I can make you whatever you want. It'll be a one of a kind piece of art that you'll have forever. And I don't say it's art, but it's like nobody else in the world will have what you have. And that's sort of a selling point, I guess. And and people there's people that like that and they want to pay for that and they they understand that I stand behind it and if it breaks I say, look, I'll fix it. No no problem. Right. I'll come pick it up. You know, they're yeah. close.
0: Yeah. Well um so I think we've we've got something i'm looking at the time and i definitely want to get to this yes or no it's time for yes or no it's the game i don't know if you've listened to the the podcast uh where we played this before Mm -hmm. uh so dave trey and i did it last week in the after show uh for the patreon members but i want to give them uh, a little bit of a taste of this game so you have uh three options with the game yes or no you could say yes no or you can do a hard pass all right mm. so far okay. no pressure but nobody's used the hard pass <laughs> mm. yeah. so no no pressure oh wait. we're <laughs> all about the pure last, last
2: episode <laughs> oh last episode we had a, a take back right uh, you can have one take back yeah
0: <laughs> like... I, so in dave's rules we play uh, also where you can change your answer and uh, he did it twice and I did it once. Okay. So I was, I was guilty of that as well. That's not in the official rule book, but we'll allow it. Fair. The secret <laughs> menu. It's on the secret it's menu. It's on the secret <laughs> menu. Yeah. So yes, no, <laughs> or you can uh, do a hard pass. Uh, again, no pressure. Yeah. Don't be the first guy. Because I will blast you all over the reels. Uh, Fair. So, yeah, we're all about the peer pressure here on the Maker Lounge podcast. Um, okay, so oh, so you, you answer the question. Just solid yes or no. And everybody'll mm-hmm. answer and then we'll come back around and talk about it. Unless it's super boring that we just skip on to the next okay. question. <laughs> All right. Fair. Since you're the guest, you get to go first. Mm-hmm. Let me scroll to the question. Oh, I have to ask the question. No, no, oh, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, he asked the no. no. Okay, so, yeah. Oh, that'd be a new twist. I like that. <laughs> All right, here we go.
2: <laughs> he gets one at the end. Yeah.
0: right everybody loves the bell (laughs) all right first question signed up for a subscription delivery service like the dvd of the month club or book of the month yes 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 it can i guess were we all the dvd or the the cd of the month club back in the 90s yes (laughs) (laughs) See, I, secretly, this is I my way of Columbia making House myself. Th- this is a, a secret way of making myself feel better about all of my inadequacies. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I, I still owe Columbia House thousands of dollars for those Columbia CDs that House. they sent.
0: I was trying to think of the name of it, Columbia House. That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. it was on the back of the magazines where
0: you. It was like impossible to cancel CDs the thing. Dollar. Like they, you had to. Yeah,
2: it was. It was a scam. The
0: total. Total scam. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I still have like, I had YouTube TV even right. So this is not necessarily a subscription basis, mm. but I had YouTube TV, and then we switched over to Fubo so I could watch the Astros games. And oh, that we got to get to that. I got I have a question from that was submitted by the way. Mm. Um, so I switched over to Fubo. I I put my YouTube TV on hold, and three months later it came back, and I still haven't canceled it. So now I have both, and <laughs> it's like so mm. dumb. To make it impossible, yeah. Uh, so, any other? What, what's the most interesting besides like DVD or CD club? Have you had any other like weird ones?
2: I got one. Um, I think it's interesting oh, for three D printing, right? Since you guys kind of dabble in it too. But there's a subscription uh, service called MakerBox, where mm. once a month uh, they send you sample filament. It's like it's it's like. I don't know how long it is. It's like three, four, or five meters of Mm. filament, Uh, but it's it's from different brands in a box. So you get to try like different colors. You can try like you know exotic filaments, glow in the dark, wood, Mm -hmm. without buying like a full roll. Oh, that's cool. So you could do it for like a couple of months. And it's, like, 20 25 bucks and you just get, like, a bunch of stuff. And I did it for, like, over a year, and I have, like, drawers <laughs> right here full of just sample filament. And if, if I ever need to print something and I'm, like, I need it in, like, red, like, I have it. Right. Like, I just printed in that red color or pink or a purple. I have that color. But but also, like, I've, I've tried, like, really, really wild stuff that I wouldn't have, like, been able to spend, like, $80 on a roll just to try it out. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. so...
0: I, uh, that's my cool. wife signed me that. up for the bow tie. And I talked about this when Joseph, uh, was on the podcast, but my wife signed me up for the bow tie of the month club for 12 months, uh, cause I wore a bow tie <laughs> one time and, and, and she thought I, I looked really yeah. good on it. So she signed me up for the bow tie of the, of the month club. So I've got 12 bow ties, actually 13 bow ties. Okay. Um, so that's probably the weirdest, wow. weirdest one that that's pretty Yeah, weird, yeah. But it, I mean, nice, nice selection. All right. Next question. Okay. Gave one of your unsold projects to someone and told them that you made it especially for them. (laughs) (laughs) Gave it to them? Yeah, or sold it to them?
2: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, Kinda, yes. I'll say yes.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I'm a yes. But I'm, I'm more interested, Tyler, with your... Hesitant answer.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I have to, I had to think about it because oh, okay. there's, you know, sometimes I'll make, sometimes I'll make things and they're just, they just fail. Right. And they just do not sell. Um, I've def. Okay. So here's a good one actually. So I had a guy who ordered a cornhole set from me. We agreed on the color. It was a sports team happened to be red. He didn't like the red. Mm. That I put on there, so I said this was very early on, so it's very forgiving. And I said, okay, well, I'll make another one. Mm. And so he he I made the made the next one. I and I messaged him. I said, hey, it's ready, come pick it up. Didn't come pick it up for a month, so I ended up selling the new one for more than I more than he bought it from me. So (laughs) because he didn't come to pick it up, so yeah, yeah. sorry, buddy. And that may not be that's a little different than just like selling it to somebody else. I'll but, accept it. Know.
2: That, that, that guy's a jerk, man. He was just, he didn't intend on having, he just didn't right. want it. You know, it's,
1: I, yeah, it's water under the bridge. I made more money. Yeah. I made double money. So
0: Had yeah. a post go viral. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. All right. It's an audio medium. So people won't be able to see you shaking your head. oh sorry (laughs) good your hearts hot Uh, yeah so what what defines viral 1 million what
1: defines oh no so I had one and this is probably the reason why I have you know I don't have a lot of followers but enough Mm -hmm. but I had one that had 10 million views wow and it was me making a massive mistake on a on a uh a table saw but yeah. i will let you in on the inside baseball on that is that i saw the mistake happen the first time and i recreated uh-huh. it for a real
0: nice.
2: the oh, second time yeah nice
0: that's good
1: yeah so that one was hot because people love to tell you how terrible you right. are and yeah. blah 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 like i had some nasty comments right. like you should probably just get rid of that like you're a yeah year this year that and it was just a banger and so and then so it really blew my account up i think i probably got two or three thousand at least Mm -hmm. yeah you know in like a week right followers was like whoa what is happening well it's
0: funny like when you had when you do something like that and it um you people that you have all the negative comments but for every negative comment you have gained like 10 or 100 followers
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah. jokes on Mm -hmm. right the, the, that's 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 the thing that i keep reminding myself it's like when a post like that and you get all those negative yeah. comments it's like you gotta rem- remind yourself it's like look at that engagement yeah. oh yeah like, that yeah, is yeah. awesome yeah because <laughs> yeah. that's just feeding yeah. that that monster right. to just be even more of a viral do you thing. pin the comments yeah. like the negative yeah, took a comments
0: while. do you pin them up at the top so that people will see them and re- interact with them I reply to
1: literally every
0: comment. I try to reply to everything yeah. just
1: in general, yeah. but like yeah. I reply to every negative comment possible. It used to bother me. I'm not going to lie. When I first started, I thought, oh, everybody hates me. But now I'm like, yeah, let's get right. some more engagement. Let's yeah. get six more yeah. comments on this. Like, yeah, until they start talking about my mom and my dog and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Like, bring it on. I right. love yeah. it.
2: So, I, I used to be the same way. I used to feel like you know, I had to justify myself. Mm-hmm. But now, like, I'm actually, like, I know they're trolls. So I'm, like, mm-hmm. poking at them, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of just like, what right. did I do wrong? And then they're just like, they'll go right. after it again. It's just like, you come and yeah. you come and back again, yeah. idiot. And then and yeah. then I would let them go forever. And then at the end, like, when I'm done with it, I'm just like, you know, I'm just doing this to get engagement, right? And then just, right. like, dead after that. Yeah. They just, like, they don't reply back anymore. Like, Thank they're the ones doing, like, the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's great yeah when when i when i first had a couple that popped off i was not prepared for it like mentally i i thought i was getting the negative comments and stuff like that and I'd i always seen it on other people's posts and think like how do they deal with that but it only takes a couple mm-hmm. and then you realize yeah i this is great like i'll feed the trolls mm-hmm. all day long and then you start finding things yeah yeah you start recreating your table saw uh thing and and posting it just for that yeah yeah that's great yeah no doubt all right here we go got a couple more speaking of which this is man perfect segue you teed this up installed the blade backwards on your table saw no 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 i haven't either
2: well that's boring
0: (laughs) i thought i was teeing this thing up like great matt you suck as a as a host (laughs) <laughs> you
1: kind of thought I. You kind of thought I, I had done that, so you're like, "Yes, this one's perfect." Well,
0: no, I mean, so I've I've seen other people post it before, and I'm like, "Who does that?" So I just I thought, "Well, yeah. let me ask it." Right? What other <laughs> What other way than to, to out somebody when they're on the spot? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's see. This one I know is 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 a solid yes for you. This. is... Uh... Mm. All right. Own a pair of Crocs. Pair of Crocs. <laughs> yep. Yes. No. Yes, I'm the... Uh, I'm a no. So... Oh, well... Oh, oh, he's using his... Take back the answer.
2: No, 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 no. Well, it's so I, I own a pair of Vans that are made exactly like Crocs, but they're not Crocs. Okay. They're like the same material, but they're shaped like a van slip on. Yeah. So it's technically not a croc, but it is a croc. Okay. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's still a foot sweater.
2: So I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see this. It's a hipster Dave thing, right? You
0: know? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's See, that's Dave trying to level up. He's like, oh, these aren't crocs. It's like the. No, oh, these not. are vans. <laughs> <laughs> but are they still a dad shoe?
2: I think so. Yeah. They're like, they're, they don't look cool at all. Yeah. No, no,
1: but they're, they're pretty useful. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I have some that I just wear out here all the time. People are like, you shouldn't wear those. You're going to drop stuff on your feet. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm not, if I'm I'm going to drop stuff on on my feet, I'm probably wearing shoes. If I'm doing anything that's like dangerous. Yeah. I love me some Crocs, (laughs) but I I actually Uh, don't even, uh, Oh, full disclosure. I don't even have the good Crocs.
0: Oh really? So how many pair do you own? I have I, the I, like I, knockoff Crocs.
1: I don't even have the real brand. That's how cheap I was in that. They're like Amazon Crocs or whatever, like Bezo Crocs or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: nice. I get in trouble for um, going barefoot in my shop because my my shop is uh, attached to my house, yeah. and and oftentimes I'm running in there to just film something, right, mm-hmm. or like an idea. But I'm not like if I'm actually doing any woodworking, I'm not actually yeah um like i'm not you know barefoot but but the thing is i, I oftentimes i'm doing like a story and i am just barefoot
1: so to the point to the to the topic i was uh i'll actually hop out here even when i'm not doing building anything mm-hmm. just to like film something real quick yeah like oh i got this idea i'm gonna hop out here and whatever and like i find yeah. myself just like just throwing on sandals or whatever like so know
2: yeah same i like I'll, I'll like i'll get a package and i'm doing like a like i'm opening a package and you see my f- feet and they're like yeah. you're not wearing shoes i'm like i'm not ha- i'm not doing anything heavy you know like i'm not like, using any blades I, it's like what's the you worst know? thing that's gonna happen a cardboard box is gonna drop on my foot like guys relax it's like... <laughs> right
1: <laughs> you can measure your risk at this yeah. point like you're not you know like yeah if anyway Osha's yeah. not walking through your through your door, so
2: yeah. I, I've dropped a sharp chisel on the floor before. I I understand, you know. Yeah. I understand that could be really bad. But that's different, yeah. you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Speaking of table saws or any saw, cut yourself with a saw. Uh n- no. A- any saw? Like yes. Any saw. Yeah? Yeah. I'm uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a oh. yes. All right, Dave. What's what's your? Oh, are you going to use your chaser your answer? Let me think about it. Okay, Dave. What about you? I
2: I've, I've stabbed myself with my my handsaw. All all my hand tools, I've hurt myself with. Not any <laughs> power tools, but any hand tool, I've hurt myself with it. Like I've stabbed myself with a saw and slightly cut myself, but not you know bad. Um, but I've I've like i have these dovetail chisels where i've cut myself on the side of the Ooh. chisel and oh, yeah. um and uh and i've and i've sharpened my knives before where i've <sighs> I've, I've got it so sharp that i've cut myself so it's yeah. yeah yes
0: and mine was my first uh it was in woodshop in seventh grade and i was using a um i was using a saw and i had a little piece and I was holding the holding the piece and my finger was on the opposite side of it and mm. yeah just right into that took meat with it a whole deal <sighs> yeah Ooh. But, yeah yeah but uh it was it was again it was a handsaw it wasn't uh yeah. a power tool i think you know power tool ones that's the ones <laughs> you know that that are scary but those yeah. are the ones that probably don't happen as often yeah
1: does hitting your knuckle on the on the blade when you're changing the blade count because you know how you like oh you have to do the whole motion and like yeah does that count because i've definitely done that for
0: sure i'll I'll count it yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. that's
2: miserable if it's an injury it's an injury right i mean it's
0: not not it's not devastating
1: but it's like right in the knuckles yeah yeah
2: if yeah, if, always- if it's if it's dripping some blood it's 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 cutting
0: <laughs> hey listen there's a reason why there's a first aid kit hanging in a prominent spot on my wall it's not there yeah. for looks mm. <laughs> i mean i i pull that thing out regularly oh uh, yeah yeah i'm starting to cringe just thinking about it
2: do you put All right, do you here put we go. quick
0: clot in yours no that i, I actually should
2: quick... get some of that yeah yeah Get some quick clot. that's that's what i have <laughs> a lot of star, bond. star no, bond but the quick clot is it's like it, it you know if you put it on a cut it, it, it clots it up real quick right so
0: well just... mine you know my barbie band-aids just are not big enough for my size fingers so i probably yeah. should <laughs> invest in a better kit <laughs> all right here we go this one might hurt told your wife you were coming back inside in five minutes, knowing that you had hours to go.
2: Yep. (laughs) Yeah. 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 She won't listen to this. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And this is dangerous because this is not in the after show. (laughs) This is in the. uh, Yeah. I think we've all done that. Let's not, let's not talk more about it. Mm -hmm. Let's just move right on. Right. (laughs) All right. Last question. Have too many clamps. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, it's no. impossible. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I should have saved a better one for the last one because we already knew the answer to that. You can never have enough clamps. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Are you partial to... And this is not a sponsored uh thing or anything like that. Do you have a... Are you partial to any particular brand or are you just like I'll use anything as long as it works I'm not
1: I'm not brand specific but I definitely am quality specific um yeah you know bad clamps are bad clamps there's just no getting around it you don't really realize it until you use them like we do um right you know if you I have, you know, I actually just bought some, there's a really good, well, I'm not plugging it, but I got some new, uh, clamps today, longer, bigger pony Jorgensen clamps, like Mm, the, um, I just needed some bigger ones. I have some Bessie ones as well. And I really like those, um, the cabinet quality over K K bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do have some. Junky clamps that I have bought over the years, and I won't say the brand. I'm not going to do that, but I think you all know where I'm going with this. You are know. they
0: blue? Um, and, and from the big box store, blue and yellow. Well,
1: yeah, those too. I forgot about those, but there's yeah, another store. Those are the, store that starts
0: those are the with, brand. Yeah, that everybody starts so, out with so those. I,
2: I will say that I have Harbor Freight clamps, mm-hmm. if that's what okay. we're talking about. That's where I was going. Yeah, I and. Didn't want to and hear and i've I've altered them to be better, and they're right. fine, right? Yeah. But there is a huge difference between those and the red ones, right right oh yeah and 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 also and also to your answer earlier for the yes or no, i have so when I was going through garage sales, I was seeing tons of vintage old wood clamps, you know, oh, the ones with the two handles that so you do this right. and i I kind of have too many of them. Right That I don't use them all the time, and but I do when I use up all my clamps and I need more clamps, I bust yeah. those out and they work right. great but I but I do feel like I have an unhealthy amount of wood clamps. and when I see it, yeah. I'm just like I'm, I'm buying it.
0: <laughs> you know what those are really good for is um, like I'm working on the church pews right and trying to find weird like if if it's over uh, sixty inches long, because yeah. those bevel in, I can I could do a weird clamping angle and then clamp another mm-hmm. clamp to that. So you're using that as a, as like a, a a holder to clamp another yeah. clamp to. So that's those are really good for that.
2: Yeah, they have some really great uses.
1: I think I look at it like, well, okay, I'm gonna make something. I'm gonna spend all of this time making something, or you know, I'm about to glue up something with this expensive hardwood now, it's more expensive than it's ever been, but um, like, just like all the tools that I have, I'm not gonna use an inferior clamp to put that together and potentially ruin my work. That's the way I look at it. It's like, well, I'm gonna use a decent clamp that's not gonna ruin my work. That's kinda how I look at clamps. Yeah, I didn't always look at it like that. I went to the Harbor Freight a few times, but yeah. they do have some like uh, ones that I've seen people buying lately. They kind of mimic they, the. Yeah, uh,
0: they have some
2: the, nicer clamps the, now. Yeah, the the the, yeah. the all metal metal ones that uh the like yeah. that's blue. Yeah, it, it works really good. Okay. I, I have those; they work great. Yeah, uh, I have yeah. some really long ones; they're fine. Yeah, cool.
0: Initially, I was talking about Irwin. You know, I think like Irwin, we all yeah. started with the Irwin clamps and that type of thing. They're, they're
2: you know, middle. I'd say they're right in the middle. You yeah. know, they're not great. They're not bad. They're right in the middle. Right.
1: It's such a hard thing to buy because you're like, this is a clamp, you know, like you, yeah. you spend a lot of money on a clamp. It's not exciting. It's not like a track saw or something
0: cool. It's like a clamp. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I yeah. It's like buying a shovel. Well, yeah. <laughs> or a whole a post digger. It's it's gonna yeah. save you a, a yeah. crap ton of time, but you're gonna only yeah. use it a couple times or whatever. But when right. you use it, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a game called... Yes or no? Whose voice do you think that is?
2: I don't know. Can you play it again?
0: Yes or no? I don't know. No guesses? Yours truly is. Is it somebody we know? It's me. Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah? I put on my radio voice and... And dubbed it over and put some reverb to it. So I was was messing around with some audio stuff. You
2: Uh, you were sitting on the toilet, you mean. Right, Right. that's right. (laughs) I had my (laughs) head in the
0: bowl (laughs) to get the extra reverb. (laughs) Uh, I was washing my beard and uh, something came to me. Yeah, no, I uh, I was messing around with Audition. uh, Because I have the whole uh, Adobe suite and there's apps that I haven't Mm. even thought to use. And yes it's like, ah, let me try this no. thing out. <laughs> All right, nice. So th- that was it. Rock so it. we've got uh, we've got a couple more uh, questions we're gonna probably fire at you. Um, cool. So I don't think we talked about the jig that you have for your mm-hmm. cornhole board set. Um, mm-hmm. Is that something that you saw and modified, or is that something? It's an awesome jig um and it looks like it speeds up your efficiency like crazy uh yeah absolutely so
1: everybody kind of has their own modification on the same jig so i have a frame jig a leg jig a whole drilling jig and probably some i'm looking around i probably have some other jigs that i forgot about but um they're kind of just you kind of just, it's such a base. A lot of the operations are so basic. It's like, okay, put a box together, but it's like, you know, do it perfectly and do it the same every time is, is another thing. And so the, Mm -hmm. the frame jig actually has some like, um, metal pieces in it and some like blocks that hold it perfectly in line. So I can just slap it all in, do the thing, take it out, go on to the next one. And then the leg jig is dialed in perfect so that the legs are perfect every time which is the most important part. I mean, if you screw up the legs on a cornhole set, right. it's going to ruin the whole thing. And so, and a lot there's a lot of factors that go into it. And I know people are like, "Oh, I can build that, blah blah blah." Which everybody could build it, but there's some subtle things that that I would notice if somebody did them incorrectly, like a board that right. rocks and stuff like that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah to the question, I think that I've just kind of come up with them over time out of necessity. Um, and they've changed over time. I've had so many jigs. I actually have a, there's a, I made a video one time cutting old jigs and I was like nostalgic for the old jig. It's like, I use this jig. This is the, the best jig I've used this for a year or like whatever, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. Um,
0: so you don't use the paint can every time.
1: Uh, I did you use, the, use paint the paint can. can I know to, exactly yeah, what you're okay. talking about. Yeah. What's the paint I use...
2: can? I don't know the paint <laughs> can.
1: So the paint can the paint can is almost twelve inches tall, typically like the uh-huh. typical paint can. It's and so it's perfect if you hang the legs over the edge uh-huh, of yeah. the table with the paint can underneath in the middle, you can measure the angle on the leg to cut okay. it at the correct angle. But the way my legs are designed, there's like a positive stop on your miter saw, uh-huh. um, that it's the same every time it's like 22 and a half or whatever it is. I need to look at it. But, um, and that's another thing is I forget numbers because I use the jigs all the time. So it's like, when somebody asks me, oh, what's the, what's the size of your this and that I'm like, "Yeah, oh yeah. man, I should know that. But I just forgot. Cause I don't yeah. think about it. So that's not like season. memorized.
0: I, I thought you had all the numbers memorized, and you were, you know, just out there chopping stuff down.
1: Yeah, yeah, I sure do. Just memorizing my head, but Steal so what site. do
2: you? So what do you use for the CNC exactly? Like, what do you cut on the CNC? Because in my mind, when you're, when I'm, like, when I think of building a, a cornhole table, I would have it so that it literally cuts the board, cuts the hole, and when for the skirts. Uh, it would actually drill the hole where the, the legs would go and the Mm -hmm. legs would cut out with the right angle for the, you know, where it pivots and also a hole where you would probably put the bolts or nuts in. So it's like, uh, so like what, so it seems like you have a jig that does the hole placements and stuff like that. Yeah. So what do you actually cut on the CNC?
1: So I do the holes and I do the legs and that's because the CNC itself is not large enough. To okay. do the whole set, so there, there are people with large enough CNCs where they'll just place the sheet down, yeah, do the thing, cut the whole thing out, and that's what they do. And Got so, it. I just don't have a large enough CNC, and so I do what I can on there in terms of the the, the bed size of it, but okay. um, the rest of it. And on to be honest, to be perfectly honest with you, it's actually easier for me to do them just as fast by like ripping the hole. So it's a five by five sheet. Mm-hmm. Once it's all cut up, I rip down the, the two and a half strips on a table saw, and then I'll chop them down to the right size. And then I'll have parts. And then I round them over and do the pocket holes and all that kind of stuff. And so got it, you know, if you use, if you've used a CNC, it's like, okay, there's a lot going on there more than most people think. It's not just like press the button and let it go. It's like, yeah. oh no, I got to find the perfect, you know, this all the numbers that you need to compute and, you know, the sizes yeah. in the middle and all that kind of stuff. So.
2: Right. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. The, the bed size makes sense.
0: So Tyler, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, uh, with us and Dave, thanks for coming back and co-hosting with me. Uh, it's been, it's been really fun, you know, just kind of getting to know you a little bit more and, uh, we've Tyler, I, I don't think we've even, done a facetime or anything like that before so uh it's it's been great getting to know you so thanks for saying yes to coming on the podcast dave where can they uh find you on the socials
2: i am on uh my handle is 3d diy dave uh on instagram tiktok and youtube but i am most active on you on uh, instagram and you guys can find me there
0: okay awesome and tyler how about you so, I am
1: at Temecula Yard Games on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, and that's my handle everywhere, actually.
0: Okay, awesome. And I'm Matt with Voltner Woodworking, and you can find me on all the socials at Voltner Woodworking. And I always tell people, don't you no know, need to follow me on TikTok because it's just reposted content from Instagram. Uh, thank you so much for joining me in the Lounge. Uh, please take a moment to give us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, at, in you can find the Maker Lounge Podcast on Instagram at Maker Lounge Podcast. Give ideas for future shows by sending an email to makerloungepodcast at gmail.com um, or send us a DM on Instagram at Maker Lounge Podcast. Lots of ways to get a hold of us um, and everything all will be in the show notes so if uh, you didn't catch it it'll be in the show notes there thank you so much for the the patrons uh who signed up on patreon.com slash maker podcast thank you to our rock star patrons jimmy McInally and matthew with archiano Sirio. i think i said that right this time we talked a little bit about it in the pre-show uh so catch us uh on patreon thank you to our groupies Uh, Steve with making it at home and our new groupie Justin with J and D J and E designs. And then uh, we've also uh, added a net with Five Thirteen woodwork. So thank you, Patreon members. You will get access to the after show and um, you will get an email for that. And so make sure you head over to the after show. That's where we're going to head over. You guys ready to go to do the after show?
2: Let's do it. Let's do it. All
0: right. Thank you all. And, uh, be good humans i don't know i'm still trying to think of an outro (laughs) we are heading into the after show if you're not a patron we'll see you next week for another great episode but if you are you will receive a link to listen to the after show thanks so much for listening and sharing the podcast with your friends